0: You're listening to Bro Down podcast all fucking day. Oh yeah! Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Bro Down podcast. I'm Andy
0: Smith, and I'm Tim Fulton, and this is
1: Fight Fan Weekly. Fight Fan Weekly. This episode, we got a little topic that me and Tim were discussing the other day. We didn't agree on it politely, well, and calmly discussing. We had different views on it. I was trying to explain. Devil's advocate.
0: So McGregor versus Khabib could actually be. A th- could potentially be a thing if tony ferguson gets hurt mcgregor was announced as his replacement he is going to be ready and primed allegedly in august uh uh, not august april yeah i believe april this is a 150 pound weight class right 155 so he's gonna have to cut 15 pounds between january and april
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah that's nothing Uh, hmm? that's nothing you're nothing um, well, all right. You're, so me- you're the one that's wrong. <laughs> Go ahead. So what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think that
1: that's what they do. Yep. I think the only reason why this is being more in the news is because it's Conor McGregor. I agree. They have uh, this happen all the time because when they put big fights up, like we were saying the other day, um, when they have big fights, big pay-per-views, and especially since the pay-per-views are less frequent, and they have these set up, they have to make sure that if the main event or, you know, if it's a co-main event, or whatever doesn't go on, that they have a replacement to go there. Uh, a couple things have to come into play. Um, if you're, and some of this is business wise and other of it's, you know, you know, sports wise, sports wise, but number one, you have to get somebody that can compete at that level. And who is at least in the realm of possibility for taking a fight. Okay. Okay. Um, The other thing is you have to make sure that the person you're getting can and will be in shape and on weight for that fight. Yeah. So if a guy has a history of missing weight when he's already scheduled for a fight, you're not going to want to give him a fight on short notice because chances of him making weight are probably not as good. Um, And also, too, you have to kind of have somebody whose name is big enough to where they –
0: They can still carry the card. They
1: can carry the card with no promotion and no buildup because all the buildup has, all the videos have been shot. The Facebook, Instagram, social media promotions all been done. And this guy basically has to walk in with just his name Mm -hmm. and carry that card now. So a lot of times what they'll do is they'll take fan favorite fighters as the replacements who are game guys like Cowboys. You know, I'm sure he's been on call a bunch. Justin Gaethje. I'm sure he's been on call a bunch guys that continually stay in shape and are not afraid to take fights on short notice yeah 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 so yeah so what do you think
0: uh i agree with you for the most part i think uh from a business standpoint obviously this is something that they have to do yeah Uh, it makes sense having a backup because god forbid someone backs out of a fight for one reason or another they get hurt during training whatever the case may be
1: which has happened four times with tony versus
0: khabib knock on wood Um yeah, let's I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, me too. Um you don't want to see an entire card go to shit because one fighter got hurt. No. Uh it also makes sense for all the reasons that you said, you have to have somebody who is going to be excuse me, is gonna be able to have the same promotion level, or at least close to it. Nothing's yeah. ever going to be one for one. Yeah, uh, you're not always going to have. If McGregor got hurt tomorrow, you're never going to have the same fight of McGregor versus Cowboy that you're going to have with somebody else, right? Yeah. But I'm sure that they have a backup for that too, in case it happens. Um, and yeah. So you're probably right that the only reason this is getting attention is because it is McGregor and it's Khabib. Yeah. So the the history between the two is kind of kind of like the fun subject here like oh we might get a mcgregor khabib too yeah way sooner than we thought it was gonna be my only asterisk was that mcgregor hasn't even fought yet he's been out and i'm not knocking his history whatsoever yeah. i know he is absolutely phenomenal mma fighter uh, uh ufc competitor um he has made a name for himself and rightfully so but he's been out of the game for 3 years. He hasn't even fought his next fight yet. We don't know if he's going to win versus Cowboy or not. Yeah. If we have an inkling, but we don't know yeah. he, we don't know what's going to happen yet. Is there I feel like they're skipping over other potential people that could deserve a shot. But I don't know. I don't know the background of it. Maybe they did ask a bunch of guys and a bunch of people said no, maybe whatever, but I just feel like that it's kind of
1: yeah, like there you is... said,
0: it's kind. Of, I, I don't want to call it cheap. I don't know. I don't know how to exactly phrase. I it, but... see.
1: I I definitely saw more your side of it when I thought about it because it's like not a lot of people, not just you, but not a lot of people know or sit back and think about all the things that I mentioned in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They don't think about like, oh, we'll just have somebody else. It's like, yeah, when you get somebody as a backup, you're basically saying, hey, go through everything that you need to go through for a training camp. And, and yeah. most likely not get any reward for yeah. it.
0: And at the very least, granted it is a three-month span, but at the very least, McGregor is fighting in January, late, yeah. mid-January. So, yeah, he would still have to train for three months. But that's not as big of a gap as someone who's not training right now.
1: That's true. But you also have to think, um, what kind of a fight is he going to have against Cowboy? Is he going to get injured?
0: Yeah, that's true. Is too. he going
1: to take a lot of damage? Is yeah. he gonna fuck up his foot or or you know you don't we don't know we don't know um the the weight class thing i don't think is going to be such a problem he's fighting at 170 which he's fought at before and he fights at 155 mostly you know that's he's only fought three this will be his third fight at 170 but you know um cutting down to 155 especially when he used to make 145 as long as he does things the way he's been doing them i don't think he'll have an issue with that um I can see the whole thing about him not having fought Cowboy already and then promising him the shot and all that. But um, this is also one of those things where they they act like they signed a contract saying it, which I don't think they did.
0: Uh, Because I don't
1: think that they're going to sign a contract with so many stipulations and things up in the air.
0: uh, I don't know about that either way, but even if they – didn't they made a public announcement of it it's as good as a contract no it's not yeah it is
1: no it's not they make public announcements for fights all the time that never happen mm. they do they say oh so and so is definitely going to get the next title shot and then he doesn't okay you know it's like oh uh so and so is going to get the next title shot versus uh you know Kamaru Usman and then Jorge Masvidal becomes the biggest star in the world and they're like hold your horses Ian Edwards sit the fuck down we're gonna go with this guy. It, if you have seen or was around and followed the sport as closely yeah. as like a hardcore fan does, you'd know that words are just words right. until uh, yeah. it's written in paper. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think one of the things that highlights for me, and I'm not necessarily talking about this fight in particular, but, and I respect the idea that UFC at the end of the day is a uh, business. Okay. Right. But this goes back to something we talked about a long time ago, where th- how the standings really don't mean anything. Yeah. They do, and then they don't. Yeah. I, I, th- I, I wish it would be more of a sport, more of something. And I don't know how you would structure it, because there is no good way to structure it that I can think of off the top of my head. So, uh, just so I can like, play this out in my head as I'm thinking about yeah. it. like, say, a champion beats the first seed guy. All right, then the first seed guy fights the second seed guy. Well, he wins that. What are you gonna do? Make the champion fight the same guy over again? That's what I mean. You can't do that, that's a problem. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like that there's it just feels willy nilly, like it just feels like they're throwing out whoever just for the sake of making sales, which I get, business, yeah, but I want more I want Consistency. I want more consistency. Yeah, there
1: there it. is also something to be said about the rankings too, sometimes where like you look at somebody like, How is he only ranked twentieth? Or like, how is that guy ranked sixth? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of that yeah. sometimes.
0: but that That's what bothered me with this because I feel like that they're just – and uh, McGregor's still ranked really high, right? Yeah. I think he's – but that's the other thing. He hasn't fought in three years. How? Yeah, got, but – I'm not knocking his past. Sorry. No, no. How?
1: No. The, the thing is is why I agree and disagree with – we can't – and especially in MMA. You cannot just go by win-loss records. You yeah. can't. Yeah, because if you do that, then you fuck up everyone's numbers. Like yeah. everyone's numbers get fucked up. And there's also a thing where if somebody gets beaten by somebody, it's like how they get beat by him. Like if two guys have a razor close fight, that and, didn't matter. Like like Colby Covington versus Kamaro Usman. Yeah, that was a razor close fight, and Colby fought with a broken jaw and lasted the fifth round. It ended in a knockout. On paper, Colby should probably fall a couple spots. When you see that fight, you're like, Colby Covington is the second best fighter in the world. And he should remain the number one contender. Right? Yeah, I could see that. So, like, it's- if you look at it from, from a performance-based standpoint. Yeah. yeah. There is also the other thing, too, where I think that part of what makes this sport good is that you can make these matchups where you're like, we're going to put this guy versus this guy. Because we've seen in sports and times where your record doesn't necessarily mean you can't beat the best. Like, even in football, when the Giants played the Patriots those two years. Yeah. They had not even close to the same record as the Patriots. The Patriots but they are, won.
0: The Patriots won. You were undefeated. 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 And the and Giants, passed. who
1: were like, what, uh, seven and – or eight and six?
0: This was literally like ten years ago. Yeah,
1: whatever the hell it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's things that, that can happen in sports. And you the, the MMA and UFC allows for those Cinderella-type moments to happen, which yeah, is some of the true. greatest – moments in the sports history. Yeah, that's very true. Because sometimes you let the underdog come in it's so shocking that yeah. he won or, or or just get a great fight out of it, whatever. But I think there's also something to be said for if you have a guy who's the number 1 contender. And this is just a totally made up scenario. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy who's number 3 contender. Yeah. So number 1 is good. Number 2 guy is injured. So he's been out so the number 3 guy. So they go up to the guy and they say, "Okay, so-and-so is the champ. He's ready to fight, but we need, a, we need to fill the card in three months. We need you to three months. And he's like, oh, I can't fight in three months. Three months ain't good for me. I need at least five. And they're like, well, we, we we're putting it on in three months. Like, he hasn't defended his belly. He's injured, but he's coming back, and this is when the fight is. And he's like, no, I need three months. And then they go ask the 3rd rank guy. They said, can you make it in three months? And he's like, I'll make it tomorrow. There's something to be said yeah. for that. Yeah, there is. That's fair. And there's something to be said for, you know, if they went down the list of people to fight Khabib and they said, hey, listen, if if Tony gets injured Friday night, can you be ready Saturday Saturday night for the fight? And they're like, uh, geez, I don't know. Like, I need a whole camp to prepare for that guy. And Connor's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I thousand percent see your point, but I don't think that they went down that list. It's but you not, don't know. I don't. I know. I don't know. Pure speculation. But not one guy is yeah. going to say yes. I'll take that fight. Well,
1: to be fair, dude,
0: I know Khabib is a scary. Well, that ass no, dude. that
1: it's he, he's not scary. Like, oh, I'm a brawler. I'm gonna knock you out. He's scary where if you don't particularly train for him, you will not win. Yeah. And it's like those guys are like, all right, I need to literally train for Khabib. Or I my percentage of winning, because nobody's caught him with a lucky shot yet. Not yeah. to say it can't happen. But anything can happen. nobody wants to take that fight on a short notice. Agreed. Even if it means you get a title shot. Now, I think they should probably take it no matter what just because you get your name out there. But yeah. then again, the problem with that and look at it this way title shots are few and far between if you're an up and coming fighter and you're on your trajectory up you have two choices to make both of which are open for discussion whether they're right or wrong yeah you and your coaches think that like all right maybe like three more fights and i could start maybe next fight be a title shot or whatever and then they come up to you and said listen you got a big name kid we had an injury you're going in there and and you're like fuck and in your head you're like i don't know if i'm ready I don't know if i'm ready I wanted three more fights before I was looking at a title shot. Because you hear guys say that sometimes. Yeah. So you go in there, you get a title shot, and you lose. Whether you lose embarrassingly, you have a decent fight. The only time it works out probably is if you have a really, really close fight. But then that means, all right, you just had a title fight. It doesn't matter we gave it to you on short notice. You had a title fight. Which means you're looking at at least a couple more fights before, before you go back to it. Which in,
0: then, this fu- in this league is years. Yeah.
1: Then if you, you lose one. It's like the whole trajectory of your career could be decided because you were pushed too early. Yep, yep. And then you had a title fight. Now guess what? You ain't getting any more easy fights because you just had a title fight. Now you've got a big name. Now you don't get any easy fights. So if you were still in that like trying to find my rhythm mode, guess what? You're fucking main card main eventer now. So you need to fucking step up. And that is a real thing. We've seen it in the past where guys get pushed too early.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I've I have very very. I mixed, see your point. Yeah, I have very mixed emotions of it. I, I and I see your points. All your points too. It's just that I, I'm probably. Uh, it doesn't. I'm it doesn't jaded. sit well. It doesn't sit well. I'm a little jaded. I feel like that they're not doing this from a sport a sports angle. I feel like they're doing it from a sales angle. Yes. Which, well, yeah. that's that's not everything that you, you talk about and you describe is from a sports angle you get excited for the fighters you get excited for the up-and-comers you get excited for these these random um not no names but these lower names that get like those awesome fights uh you talk about the risks for the fighters and all that and i think the ufc is saying is seeing this as we can put mcgregor's name on this or what who's the best guy that can put uh sell this ticket yada 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 so i i 100% see where you're coming from But I, I don't know I don't know I've very mixed feelings About the whole thing Either way Sorry No no go ahead Either way I hope it's all Kind of a moot point Yeah I hope nobody gets Yeah injured. knock on wood Once again hopefully Toge Toge <laughs> Tony Ferguson Is going to be A-OK And we're going to see Some real shit go down
1: This is an interesting point And I want you to think About this for a second Okay Okay Part of what sells a fight And if you kind of Go back in history It makes sense. Part of what sells a fight is that no matter who's fighting who, there's a prospect that the better guy can lose.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? You have to sell the fact that the champ might lose. Yes. There's been very few people who can sell the fight when most people know they won't lose, and it's just people want them to lose. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather is one of those things where you knew – that he was probably going to win the fight, but you paid to hope that he lost. At least half the people did, probably. Yeah, but it was job. so confident that millionaires would go to the casinos and bet two million dollars that Floyd Mayweather would win a decision fight, and it would be like you'd get paid like a dollar, like one dollar on every ten dollars. But it was such a fucking like gimme it was, it was a sure thing th- thing well, that they yeah. would do it. So. Part of what you have to do in a in a in a fight like that against a guy like Khabib who is so difficult to to figure out to begin with, let alone on short notice, you have to put somebody in there where people look at it and go, This guy has a possibility to win. Yeah. I he know. could win. And for the most part, like you could put Cowboy in there because like Cowboy is just as good a striker as Connor. He could do this, that, and the other thing. Yes. But I don't think that people in their heart and soul believe that Cowboy could keep could keep Khabib from taking him down, and is or is athletic. You know what I mean? Like, there's just some things on there where the Conor McGregor thing, where you're like, who has a better shot at catching Khabib?
0: On that note, real quick, has Cowboy fought at 155 before? Yeah. Okay, so you, these were things I didn't know, and you were asking me the other day, who do you think would be, yeah, in place of McGregor? And I was like, well, he hasn't fought Cowboy yet. Cowboy will fight anyone he wants to. That's true. I I see your point, though. Yeah, but
1: you have to... Like, when when Mike Tyson would fight... People watched Mike Tyson fight because he was such an anomaly. But they watched him fight to watch watch him knock motherfuckers out. Yeah. And hope maybe somebody was going to catch him. But... There was no illusion that he was going to lose some of those fights. What you have to do is bring this fear or this excitement of, like, this guy might be able to do it. And the UFC does a really good job at normally when they sell fights against guys with Jon Jones and stuff like that. They bring up these guys and they're like, there's a chance. And you're like, maybe there is a chance. Maybe there is a chance that someone's going to beat him. And then you watch it and you're like, how fucking stupid am I? How fucking stupid am I to think that this could win? I got fooled again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, those are my points. I, I see your point more than I did when I was watching it, just because I knew that there was so much stuff that you weren't considering because why would you consider that?
0: I was, con- see, this is why I was getting really angry at you because you were, we were doing this on through a texting th- okay. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were like telling me basic concept. I'm like, I know that's not my point. I was getting legitimately angry at you because you're like no see you don't understand when they think about this behind i'm like no did you really think of
1: every one of the ones i brought up yes okay yes
0: and then you then you did the who and I yeah. was like, this motherfucker, get out of my house. But You're then when you even... didn't, I knew that
1: you were getting pissed. And when you didn't respond, and I said, Tim types in Google.
0: And I was on Google. I know you were. Because, all right. Because you couldn't think of someone. Because I don't know everyone who's I, at 155 pounds. I don't know everyone who's competed at 155 pounds. I've been a fan of the sport for a hot 30 seconds. And you want me to come up with who the best possible alternative to McGregor is to fight Khabib? I can't do that. No, that's and a, fuck you. I'm mad all over again, not really.
1: That's impressive that you thought of all that stuff though because I would like most most people who don't aren't like obsessed with with like the UFC or anything, yeah. they don't think about those things yeah. because that's almost not the that's like the promotion side of it. It's not the spectacle, it's not the fight side. It's shit behind the scenes that it's like pulling back the curtain. Most people are just like, give me my popcorn. I want to watch the movie. I don't care how you got it up there. I just want to watch the movie.
0: You know what? If I hadn't been part of BDP for the past eight months, however long we've been doing this, I probably wouldn't have thought about that aspect too. But we have been so divulged yeah. to UFC at this point that I'm looking at UFC as a business because we have That's to good point so that's a good point that that's why that yeah. that curtain has kind of been drawn back because yeah we know when the commentators are talking about things what they're talking about why they're talking about it yeah we can follow along with all the hot topics and like it's not just rhetoric for us at this point yeah i, I don't know all the names yeah, yeah i yeah, can't yeah, pronounce yeah. anybody's names because half the people are from russia and shit and i just don't remember names at all you're very good with names i don't know yeah, what I'm you're fan- talking about i'm fantastic Andy. You're a linguist um, <laughs> <laughs> speech therapist <laughs> I can barely speak English on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about? But yeah, so there's all that. Um, Again, let's hope this is all meaningless and Tony Ferguson. Yeah, let's hope that
1: is not going to happen because we're doing the breakdown for that next week. week. No, two weeks. Two weeks from now.
0: Two weeks from now, we're going to be doing the breakdown of Tony Ferguson versus And
1: (laughs) (laughs) Team America World, please.
0: (laughs) I didn't. It It sounded like it. I swear to God, I didn't. And we're being flagged. (laughs) <laughs> oh, i do know he's russian um okay. let us know what you think about mcgregor being the backup for this fight in the comments down below don't forget to like and subscribe and also go visit brodownpro.com for all of our awesome shit let us know what kind of assholes we are also in the comments down below because we're pretty much flaming assholes both of us mostly right. me and yeah we'll see you guys next time
1: all right bye <laughs>
0: You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.